Hi, I'm Simon Thiexton and welcome to the Cooperage at our brewery here in Massam as we celebrate the Thiexton's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. This year's long list contains giants of the genre, best-selling hits and an exciting range of thrilling stories set around the world, proving the remarkable talent and offer in the world of crime fiction. The shortlist is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar because they say a glass of Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. And I'll tell you why when you come to Harrogate for our festival in July. Cheers. I'm Joe Haddo and this is our series of interviews with the Feaston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long Listies. Produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Feaston's Old Peculiar. <clears throat> and today I'm joined by Sunday Times bestselling author M.W. Craven. Hello, Mike. Hello. Oh yeah, see you. I'm very well. Even better for seeing you and the glorious bookshelves behind you as well. Everything all right? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's going great, Joe. And we're—I know we're just discussing the weather, but it's nice, it's nice to have a bit of sunshine. And um, and I planted some seeds actually. Um, because I'm trying to grow sprouts this year. My wife oh, yeah. um, <laughs> bought me Brussels sprout seeds for Christmas. Uh, I'm not—that's not all she got me, but. Uh, <laughs> That was one of the things, that, and I planted them a couple of weeks ago, and they've just started to um, appear. Oh, this so um, I'll, I'll wait for the caterpillars to decimate them. So does that mean you're going to be bringing round a sort of fresh trough of sprouts at Harrogate this year for us all to to take some home? Or? Well, that's the thing with sprouts. Well, I, I was reading because I thought that I, I thought ah, I'll plant them, and then three weeks later I'll be eating sprouts. But apparently they take about eight months, so. Um, Oh right, yeah. no chance then. Oh well, I, I suppose that makes sense considering they're they're a Christmas uh, veg. They are, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh well, that's, I'm very glad to hear you're getting green fingered there. Um, and also very glad to hear that you've been nominated for this award, the biggest award in crime fiction. How do how do you feel? Well, I mean, it's for the botanist who was also green fingered as well. Yes, that's true. Everything <laughs> I swear, I swear that wasn't that was an accident. Um, yeah, it's hugely exciting again. Uh, it's um, it's a second year in the trot. Actually, I've been yeah, I've been long listed for the Hickson's uh, Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year, um, and I was I, 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 I didn't actually know when the um, long lists were being announced anyway, because I'm a bit scatterbrained. And <laughs> but even if I had known, I wouldn't have been sitting by sitting by my computer waiting for the email because it's such a huge honour and it's such a highly competitive feel that even being nominated for it is a huge thrill anyway so um to be long-listed is is arguably is, is doubly so fantastic well it's great it's and it's brilliant uh that you're here and able to talk to us about this book the botanist as you said and ambassador you are spoiling us with this novel because you've actually given us two mysteries in one <laughs> um do you like to challenge yourself mike <laughs> i I had a, I had a solution for the because um, it's essentially two sort of locked room type mysteries, arguably, and I have argued with um, <laughs> a purist uh, online about whether it's actually a um, uh, an official locked room mystery. As a, as a, uh, 
I haven't been to court about this yet, but at some point, um, it, I mean, I'm calling it a lottery mystery. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's a it's a crime with um, without a seemingly possible solution. Yes, I have the solution for the uh, one involving the botanist who is um, poisoning people after giving them ample warning and allowing them to take all the precautions they wish to take. Some of them go to extraordinary lengths, obviously, and he still gets them. And a solution to that one. So the solution sort of drove that part of the story. The second one, which is how um, uh, Poe's friends, Estelle Doyle, how um, she, how uh, if she didn't kill her father, how could possibly how how is it possible that somebody else could? Because she was in there. Hers were the only footprints going into a house surrounded by fresh snow. I didn't have a solution for that, so I was just winging it. You just set um, yourself up. But I, I, I wind it in like all my novels, and eventually something occurs to me. Um, <laughs> in Black Summer, actually, I had to go all the way to a professor at Oxford to get the solution. Did so, you? Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't come up with that myself. I had to go. <laughs> my uh, my niece was um, studying um, biology, some one of the bi- biomechanical sciences or whatever it was. Um, she does tell me, and I instantly forget because it's, it's mind-numbingly complicated. Um, and she didn't know, so she went up to her um, tutors, and eventually she went to the professor in charge of her degree, and he said, this would work. So, um, I've done it. I've found the Yeah, but I just sort of trust the process that I have a weird mind that is constantly searching for things. And when I do have something like that, I can't settle until I've got it anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I do like to challenge myself, answer your question. <laughs> In a much more succinct manner. <laughs> uh, well, and I, and it, you know, you have in this book, but but with with great results. And many watching will have already read the botanist, but for those that perhaps haven't yet, just just set up the story. You've already alluded to to some of what goes on there, but just set up um, the story that Poe's in this time. Uh, yeah, I mean, Poe. Uh, he starts off. Um, he's been put on the naughty step, so he's having to attend meetings in London, um, which he hates. But he gets called. Um, in fact, no, sorry, he's on a stake cow out of the previous book. I'm getting so confused. Um, <laughs> We're talking about the botanist. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've written four books since then, you see. <laughs> yeah, right. So here he is. Um, he's on a stakeout um, to catch someone who is referenced in the la- in the previous book, Dead Ground. Um, and he gets called up to Northumberland because his friend Estelle Doyle has been arrested for her father's murder and the evidence is ironclad. Um, she was the only person who, who could have entered the house, and she has firearm residue in her hands. Um, so he is obsessed with that case. That one, That's his sole focus. But then um, a serial killer called the Botanist is sending high-profile, um, well, unpleasant people, high-profile yeah. professional trolls, basically. Um, it is sending them uh, veiled death threats, which is a badly written poem. According to the Times, they were badly written poems, although I wrote those poems myself, so that was... <laughs> Here's Mark Sanderson. Um, <laughs> and so he's given them a lot of... He's given them um, three or four weeks' warning um, that they're going to die, and no matter the precautions uh, they take, he still manages to kill them. So he's got... He, he's basically being torn between two um, incredibly complex um, cases. And it's how he and Tilly thread that needle. Um, and it's uh, it, it's written deliberately with a little bit of a little bit more humour than perhaps the previous book. Yeah. Um, 
partly as an antidote to the previous book, because that, that was part of that was quite dark, but also as a palate cleanser for what is coming up right behind it in, in the Murphy Jail, which is the next one, which is incredibly, incredibly dark. That's coming out in July, isn't it? Yeah, because um, I've, I've always got a... Um, sorry, no, it's, it's not Carnival 24, the Murphy Jail. I've got a new, oh, book out. I've oh, got right. a new, a new series um, this year. Um, so I, 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 I always take one view in that my regular readers will be reading a book a year. Also, some readers will be binging them. And it's nice to have that sort of lightness and darkness as mm. you're going through the series. So uh, I, I sort of intentionally did that. But it's been incredibly well received. I, I, I'd say it's probably been received the best out of all the books. So um, lots more of a poe-eating goats and um, <laughs> just being being rude to people. And, um, well, yeah, great. People like. Great, yeah. Yeah, I noticed the humour in it, actually, and sort of love that. And, and as you said, the the killer you have is sort of killing people that are bad essentially so yeah we are, we are conflicted as readers in a way because we're like well yeah they're awful people but you know, yeah and, and he, he attracts a bit of a cult following and um, yeah. people are supporting them and he ends up doing social media polls and um and poe is sort of conflicted because the people i mean they're despicable people yeah. quite frankly awful it's, it's, it's not like just like people are with um weird views or something they're people who are just, like Investigating migrants as um, well. I mean, we we all know the type of people who have been doing that and they've got away with it, with, with doing that. And that got me thinking: what if somebody starts to kill these people with all, with all these horrible views, or who had done all these horrible things? Yeah. How concerned would the public be? Yeah. And there would arguably be a segment, a section of the public that would that would be um, that would turn into cheerleading squad, which is exactly what happened in in the book. Yeah. Uh, well, I loved it, and we're excited to um, see more from you this year and the the one in 2024 as well, Mike, of course. Um, and also excited to see you, hopefully, uh, in July at the festival. What what do you love most about um, Thixton, the Thixton Old Peculiar Festival in Harrogate? Well, I mean, I've, I think this will be the 10th year in a row we've been. Uh, we, we, we haven't missed any since we started to go anyway, and I can't remember if it was, 20, if it was 2013 or 2014 and I started to go um and I, I i said this to a few people who are reticent about going or went with one year and and i said every time you go to thixons you have a different experience yeah because you meet people the previous year that then you look forward to seeing the next year so every every year it, it, it is a completely different experience to, to to what has gone on before and it is just so much fun the camaraderie there is just astonishing in the way that's um Readers get to mingle with authors. I don't think there's any other festival, probably in the world, like it. Um, I, I, I don't think, and that's not just for readers who are only readers. It's for the authors as well, because I mean, obviously, we're readers as well, so we get both meet our heroes, yeah, yeah, as well. So I'm particularly looking forward to seeing uh, Robert Crace this year. I, I read his first book on New Year's Eve. Started at New Year's Eve. Oh wow! Really? I read I read nineteen books in a row. Yeah, that entire that's series. a full binge. That in, in like... about six weeks. <laughs> wow! Um, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing him. So I mean, you, you get all the the, the 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 sort of fangirl moments, even as a professional author. And I've been a professional author for eight years now, and I still get excited about meeting about meeting people. So do I. So do I. I'm very much looking forward to raising a glass of thickness for your well, potentially 
10th anniversary then this year when we're there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, congratulations again on uh, being long-listed, Mike. Um, and if you like the sound of The Botanist and you haven't read it yet, well, you can purchase it right now from our friends at Waterstones. And once you've read it, you can vote for it to be on the shortlist. All you have to do is visit Harrogate Theakston Crime Award dot com before thursday the 18th of may mind to cast your vote there uh, it's lovely to see you as always and um i'll be out there on that lawn in july and we'll 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 raise a glass then thanks joe cheers man there yeah.